Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Uh, time just gone eight after the hour of six right here on your favorite station ZFM Stereo, my station, your station and it's your favorite team of uh, pundits preventi- presenting your favorite show Chris Midzi, Barry Manandi, Mike Madoda, Alois Munjiro will be joining us a bit later on and of course our producer is Sean Tafirinika. What can you expect on the home front? The National Athletics Association of Zimbabwe say they've lodged an appeal with Athletics South Africa following the disqualification of long distance runner Isaac Powerful from the Durban International Marathon on a Sunday. In our Formula One report, proudly brought to you by Zimoko, Max Verstappen has called on his Red Bull team to iron out its operational issues after winning the Miami Grand Prix despite several problems across the weekend. And we'll also take you around the world in 60, where we have updates from Mumbai, Oklahoma, as well as California. In the beautiful game, our Lahri coach uh, Pizza Mosimani has questioned the process that has seen the Confederation of African Football CAF award the 2021. 2022 Champions League a final to Morocco. Uh, being a Tuesday, we'll head to France where Marseille coach Jorge Sampaoli uh, says his side are focused on finishing second in Ligue 1 after they grabbed back second place with a 3-0 win at Lorient uh, that puts them firmly on track for Champions League football next season. And in England, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp admits beating Aston Villa tonight would be perfect for Saturday's FA Cup final against Chelsea. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. The beautiful thing about this show is that we like to keep it interactive. We want to hear from you. You're a big part of what we do. And the WhatsApp platform is 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Don't forget, ZFM Sport is now available as a podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. Let's get into the news. And we are talking long-distance running where the National Athletics Association Association of Zimbabwe say they've lodged an appeal with Athletic South Africa following the disqualification of long-distance runner Isaac Mpofu from the Durban International Marathon on Sunday. Mpofu romped to victory at the 42.2-kilometer Durban International Marathon in a personal best time of 2 hours, 10 minutes and 4 seconds, but was later stripped off the title after having one temporary license number. The Zimbabwe runner had one license number in front but didn't have one on the back of his shirt, and 
this went against the rules of the marathon. Mpofu, who is 33 years old, also forfeited the 50,000 rand prize money that is awarded to the winner. Now, NAAZ, head of the national event coaches for the middle and long distance runners, Benson Chauke, confirmed to ZFM Sport that the National Athletics Association has indeed lodged an appeal. The only comment we can say is he was disqualified and an appeal has been made. So we are waiting for a finalization of that appeal. So the other ones, the other ones have been very well and uh, we are happy with their time. Uh, the likes of Paul uh running for Black Rhinos Athletics Club at home and Moses uh, Sarakino coming second to their time were very, very promising. Well, according to the uh, SouthAfrican.com website, uh, Asa says the rules were clear that the participants of the Durban International Marathon had to wear two license numbers on the day. And for that reason and no other reason was Mpofu, of course, disqualified. And he had, pardon the pun, no legs to stand on as he had (laughs) contravened the rules. What's your take on this one, Barry? Well, firstly, that you couldn't let that one go. <laughs> and then secondly, I think it's very, very unfair because, okay, fine, we're, we're only hearing one side of the story and um, Paul was saying that he had been cleared to run. Uh, we haven't heard the side of the, the, the Durban International Marathon. Uh, they haven't had the chance to defend themselves. But if Paul is to be believed, and I think that it is very possible that he did clear with the organizers the fact that his uh, uh, race pack only had one bib in it uh, and they cleared him to run then there's no reason why he was disqualified especially given that you and I have been involved in a marathon recently and it definitely happens that a race pack doesn't have uh, what it's supposed to have yeah. it mm. could be uh, the little safety pins that are that are used to attach yeah, there'll, the there'll race always the, be, the, the, be the simple administrative glitches glitches yes at any event and and because things are happening so quickly on the morning they they for expedience they then just say no let's let, let's carry on and so Consequently, I think the Durban International Marathon should be honest uh, and uh, rescind that disqualification and give give the man his his, his dues. But Chris, uh, the rules are clear. You are supposed mm-hmm. to have both tags, one at the front, one at the back. Now, Barry, of course, has highlighted uh, the issue that has uh, cropped up subsequently that uh, uh, the athlete, Mpofu, says that he got clearance from the organizers of the event. So we have now got down to the realm of he said, she, she said. said. Now, does this speak into the importance of having managers as athletes, people who are able to handle the administrative issues? Mm -hmm. Because did he follow official channels and can he prove that he actually got clearance? Yeah, and one of the things when you're taking a look at a marathon, and I think you guys pointed to it a little bit earlier, is just the amount of activity that is happening on the morning before the start of a marathon is absolutely crazy sometimes, especially when you take a look at a marathon like this that is a qualification for the uh, world championships, which means just the number of uh, athletes that are going to be there is is quite huge. So when you take a no, look no, no, at that... Chris, you've worked on one of these marathons, I have, in South um, Africa. Tell us about your experience the two there, oceans. Uh, so from, I was, from behind the scenes. Yeah, so I was one of the um, what do they call us? Chaperones? I forgot mm. what we were called, but we were basically <laughs> chaperones for the athletes. Mm. Um, so as soon as the race was over, we were supposed to be taking them through. Uh, they go to medical straight away, then through to media and after media, 
media sometimes they do they go through the doping and after the doping sometimes they do go back to media just depending on how they performed so we were supposed to take so, them through so, those so places you for definitely the have a very clear picture of very the clear. magnitude the yes. size yes. or the scope of uh, things behind the scenes yeah, and, and the, a lot of sort of like a treading in water that's happening yeah and you know what it's entirely possible that way who he thought was a race administrator or someone very important could have been Chris the Chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, just go it's ahead. It's, it's perfectly true. okay. Because there's so many people who are in the official kits because of just the amount of administration that has to take place for a marathon of that magnitude. And like what you said, having a manager, and it's something that we see basically across our sport, whether it's boxing, whether it's uh, athletics in this scenario, it's something that's taken for granted. And it's so key, especially in scenarios like this, where a manager would have known in order for, for you to get that official clearance there's an actual channel that should have been used and there should have been some sort of documentation to say we have signed off he's allowed to compete with just the one bib but if it's he said she said it's just allegations and to be honest uh the marathon administrators can simply point to the fact that they did not say that point to where it's written and it's simply chalk and after that uh, it will be uh, to be honest you're now appealing to the goodwill uh, of the yeah. people now we've got a message that's come in from Zenzo Hakuberi Mazwi uh, in Kulumani uh, a big fan of course uh, of uh, Hakuberi Finn, Finn, Finn yeah. no <laughs> doubt I wonder if that's your real name uh, but uh, it's likely yeah, it's, it's likely, likely. Yeah. Hakuberi yeah. well <laughs> The Isaac Mpofu issue reeks of Operation Dudula. He's leaning, Barry, towards, of course, uh, the inevitable conspiracy theories uh, that do crop up when decisions of this nature mm. are made. Because there are people who look at it and say, you know what, it really can't be complicated. Yeah. Yeah. He did have one tag at the front. He did run the race. He did win the race yeah. uh, f- uh, fair and square. He probably passed through all the electronic the checkpoints, checkpoints mm. and he mm. registered on them. So why is it so difficult just to say, hey guys you know what we'll let this one slide he won the race and we'll let him win the race he's thinking you know what there may be an issue of victimization as far as athletic south africa is concerned especially after zimbabwe's dominance in the long distance races in south africa yeah look it's easy to think that way because something has gone wrong mm. uh, but look if we're able to, if we're able just to clear the air a little bit uh, and just look at things in the clear light of day you pointed out the importance of those bibs and when we talk about bibs it's that is that play uh, that paper thing tag with the number tag, with the number on it that's mm. stuck at the front of your of your vest and then obviously the back of your vest now those have actual electronic uh, 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 identification numbers that uh, uh, communicate with various satellite points uh, throughout the, the the course where it then uh, registers that you've gone through a checkpoint from the front and the back now if he went through a checkpoint <laughs> via the front there's no verification on the back so they have no way of verifying that in truth yes he won the race so it's a really big so are, thing, are you saying but that it's a little this, thing this is going to be time. a very difficult case for Isaac and Porfer to win yeah. it's going to be a tough tough one uh, because also number one like you guys pointed out we're in the realm of he said, she said. That That's never a good place to be. And then secondly, we're talking about uh, uh, the race rules that were flouted knowingly or unknowingly 
they were flouted. All right, uh, more messages coming in here. Do send us your thoughts on this issue. Isaac and Paul for disqualified uh, from the Durban International Marathon simply because he didn't have a tag on the back of his vest or his T-shirt. The rules say that he had to wear two, one on the front, one on the back. He says he got clearance to run the race from someone within the organizing team. Now, whether it's someone with actual decision-making power or it was a chaperone, uh, we have no idea. Jerry Vinti out in Gwere says, Good evening, guys. The disqualification of the Zim Marathon runner is rather so crude just to imagine him being disqualified for such a trivial omission. Not so trivial. It's not, it's it's not, not trivial. trivial. Yeah. I think, we, I think we tend to trivialize some of these things standards. as Zimbabweans because Zimbabweans we, we flout our own standards consistently. Yeah. So yeah. when someone else is upholding their own standards, it looks like, oh, they don't, they don't really need mm. to uphold this. But that's exactly why their systems are what they are. It's because they don't flout the regulations. I love this message. Hans, do you're losing on a technicality, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. If ever there was something that really captures the meaning of uh, losing on a technicality it's uh, this and of course uh, Isaac Mpofu will be ruining a lot of things because him and his fellow ZRP mate uh, Munyaradzi Jari were chasing the world championships qualification and what made the Durban race special was that this was the last qualifying window so if this decision is not rescinded he misses out on that all together this is ZFM Sport to keep your messages coming in and our WhatsApp number if you don't have it already 0731 We'll be reading as many of your messages as we can during the fan zone, which comes straight after our play of the day. But before we get there, let's give you a local sports news roundup before we give you our Zimoko Formula One report. How is it, guys? Elvis, WPF. This is the bomb. All Africa Heavyweight Champion two-time. Uh, you are listening to ZFM Sport. We'll start off with some cricket news on your local sports news roundup. Where Zimbabwe A are set to return from their tour of Nepal empty-handed after losing the unofficial one-day international series that ended yesterday with a six-wicket defeat at the Trubfan University International Cricket Ground in Kirtipur. The hosts claimed three-match series 2-1 after recovering from a defeat in the first encounter. The Zimbabweans were outplayed by their hosts despite putting up an improved batting performance after they were asked to bat first. We'll head over to some basketball news where the national Basketball League champions Vixens Foxes have set their sights on participating in this year's edition of the Basketball Africa League following their success on the domestic front. The Foxes are national champions for both men and women after conquering in a tournament held in Bulawa. Your Foxes coach Calvin Ben has said he is looking forward to participating in Basketball Africa League qualifiers and that all their plans hinge on them getting financial support. We'll finish off with some news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where Caps United coach Lloyd Chitembwe has admitted that he faces a Herculean task to lift his, play, his players' spirits following two consecutive defeats. The defeat at the hands of defending champions FT, FC Platinum rubbed more salt in their wounds following last week's turmoil which saw three players, that's Dennis Dauda, Clive Augusto and Simba Chinani being fired from the club. The Green Machine now face three potentially tough fixtures to conclude the first half of the season against Chicken In, Bula 
devour your cheese and dynamos. Alloy's stability continues to elude uh, Caps United and clearly the results as well. Is there redemption after this halfway mark or is it more a matter of just carrying on to finish out the season? Yeah, I think uh, for now we're just uh, carrying on to finish out the season. You know, we spoke about it that, you know, at, uh, as long as the moral is not there, if the, there's no harmony in that uh, in that in that team uh, nothing comes out uh, you know you, you cannot cheat success you you will not you, you won't cheat you cheat your way out of this uh, situation they need to do things properly and the fans the club with their players they need to have harmony you, you cannot beat the psychological impact of whatever is happening at Cape United at the moment Bring them back. We're turning up the beats. I just need your hit music station. Let's go! Your home for hit music. It's International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Pleased to introduce to you the all new rugged facelift GWM Steed 5 single cab. The Steed 5 single cab is all about hard work without the sweat. More than 10 years since entering the local market, the GWM is still providing Zimbabweans with quality workhorses that are practical, hardworking, and of great value. All Steed 5 single cabs are equipped with comfort boosting features such as air conditioning and power steering as standard, and they ensure that the driver stays cool, calm, and collected on long journeys. All Steed 5 single cab facelift models now boast a more refined and polished look with an upgraded bigger grille. Additional features include remote control locking, radio and USB to low tone speakers, electric windows, electrically adjustable side mirrors and height adjustable headlamps. With this tough feature packed workhorse, you could just about take over the world. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. All right, let's get into the Formula One news where Max Verstappen has called on his Red Bull team to iron out its operational issues after winning the Miami Grand Prix despite several problems across the weekend. While Red Bull's 2022 on-track performances has hit a new high with Verstappen defeating Ferrari's pole sitter Charles Leclerc by virtue of a better top speed and tyre management on Sunday, the Milton Keynes outfit continued to suffer from various problems across the weekend. Now, speaking after Sunday's race, Verstappen urged his team to find a way to regularly repeat Imola's trouble-free weekend. Yeah, it was very good, I think, especially in the start. I mean, I hadn't done a start at all this whole weekend because of all the troubles. So, uh, I didn't know what to expect. We had, I think, a decent launch and uh, I saw the opportunity to go around the outside and um, it worked off. It worked really well, I guess. I mean, also, we gave each other space, luckily. And, um, um, and, yeah, in the restart, we went for it again. 
initially I was struggling a bit with cold tires. I just didn't have the grip, but as soon as they came up to temperature, then um, I think I could pull away a little bit. See. In fact, Barry, the whole weekend was a disaster, isn't it? I mean, you go back uh, to the practice stations themselves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you look at final practice one, you only managed to get 14 laps in. Uh, and then on Friday, only one lap <laughs> did Max Verstappen <laughs> complete uh, uh, and on, on Friday. So, listen, he, you, you, you can't have a situation or a scenario like that. And as you heard Max talk about the fact that all weekend long, he hadn't practiced a start. You can't go into uh, uh, such a tight championship race with those logistical issues. So I think Red Bull needs to tidy it up. The great thing is that, like you pointed out, their top speed is so great. Straight line speed is great. So right now, they can paper over the cracks, but for how long? Yeah, and uh, if you take a look at uh, how the weekend transpired, especially the Grand Prix, Chris, you've got to say that I think Verstappen is showing that he is the best driver right Mm -hmm. now on the grid in Formula One. If there's something that could prevent him from glory at the end of the season, despite the fact that Charles Leclerc has got a marginal lead, it's going to be the car. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that um, he's got these issues at the moment because when you take a look at the races that he has managed to finish, how he's managed to finish them, he's made some interesting, very good decisions that have worked out for him. And for me, um, he's still leading Leclerc 3-2 and wins after five seasons. And when you take a look at that, it's more the car that's the issue for Verstappen at the moment, which is really, really unfortunate because it would be great to see what he's able to do if he's able to consistently finish the races but at the moment, that reliability is such an issue, especially when you take a look at this weekend, um, his teammate as well having issues with that vehicle power loss. So it's such a tricky situation. But I go back to what Christian Horner said a few uh, races ago where he said he'd rather have a fast car. If he has to choose between speed and reliability, mm. he'd rather have the speed. And it's it's just consistent in how Red Bull's been showing up, to be honest. Do they have a fast car? Absolutely. But in terms of that reliability, they're going to have issues. Oh, well, Red Bull came to Miami after a near flawless weekend in Imola where he took a dominant 1-2 win but previously both cars retired from Bahrain season opener and Verstappen suffered another retirement in Australia. They do have the straight line speed. What they need to work on is the reliability. Your driver standings at the moment, Charles Leclerc, he's leading the way. 19 point lead over Max Verstappen in second place. Sergio Perez of Red Bull is in third place on 66 points. George Russell of Mercedes is in fourth with Carlos Sainz Oh, Ferrari in fifth. Lewis Hamilton is in sixth. The constructor standings. Ferrari leads the way. 157 points. Just six points ahead of Red Bull on 151. Mercedes is third. McLaren is fourth. And the Alfa Romeo team is in fifth place. Z. We're talking about workhorses and specifically the GWM Steed 5 single cab. Now, workhorses such as these spend a lot of time on the road. At GWM, they take road safety very seriously and have thus equipped the 2-litre two, two turbo diesel model with 78 kilowatts of power and 225 newton meters of torque and furnished it with high-strength door anti-collision beams, electric height-adjustable headlamps, an engine immobilizer and 5-speed manual transmission. Furthermore, all Steed 5 single cab feature fog lamps to boost visibility during poor weather conditions and adjustable safety belts. Uh, the Steed 5 single cab is available in 4x2 and 4x4 variants. The new GWM Steed 5 single cab takes the sweat out of a tough day by offering a comprehensive facelift. All It, it all begins with the spaciousness of the cabin, which offers excellent head, shoulder and leg room as well mm. as a number of storage spaces for odds and ends. <laughs> There's no shoulder rubbing in a Steed 5 unless you want to. All models feature comfortable (laughs) 
individual bucket seats, a neat padded center armrest that doubles as a large storage box between the seats. The workhorse is practical, hardworking and comfortable and has been designed to tackle challenges head on. So leave the hard work to the all new Steed 5 facelift single cab. Oh, I just love the spaciousness. I mean, offering excellent head, shoulder and a leg <laughs> room. This is a I versatile know. vehicle, I tell you. Comfort, Michael. So comfort, the, is yeah, comfort as well. And listen, and it can be used for a lot of things. The GWM Steed 5 single cab is available from Zimoko for just 26500 US dollars, all inclusive drive away. The price includes a first free service at 10,000 kilometers and three years or 100,000 kilometer warrant, whichever warranty, whichever comes first. Don't wait. Visit Zimoko at Sim Levis Village, Borodol today to test drive the all new facelift. Wait a minute. You might want to go there tomorrow uh, and you'll be able to <laughs> test drive the all new facelifted GWM Steed 5 single cab. We have plenty of stock at great prices. Hurry while stocks last. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We took off in Mumbai where Mumbai Indians pace bowler Jasper Brumra was pleased with his maiden five-wicket haul in the IPL last night but said he would have preferred a win against the Kolkata Knight Riders instead. Brumra's 5 for 10 from four overs helped the Mumbai restrict Kolkata to 165 for nine but a batting collapse meant the five-time champions were dismissed for 113 from 17.3 overs and crashed to their ninth defeat in 11 matches this season. We'll head over to Oklahoma where Tiger Woods and defending champion Phil Mickelson are in the field for next week's US PGA Championship. Mickelson announced in February he was taking a break from golf after an inflammatory comments he made about the Saudi-backed golf league surfaced while Woods has complete, competed just once at last month's Masters since being involved in a car crash in February 2021. The two are among the 17 PGA champions in the field for the year's second major which will be played at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa. We'll touch down in California where Steph Curry's late scores helped the Golden State Warriors to a 101-98 win against the Memphis Grizzlies to extend their Western Conference semifinal playoff lead to 3-1. Curry had a game-high 32 points and snatched victory with key free throws in the final minute to leave the Warriors one win away from the finals. Michael, they're cruising along nice. Uh, absolutely, and I thought uh, Steph Curry was clutch. Uh, eight free throws in the last, so like 42 seconds mm. of the game. They were fouling him, hoping he would, of course, lose his nerve, but he was absolutely nerveless uh, from the free throw line. So no surprises there. I expect them to make the uh, Western Conference final. Elsewhere, Al Holford, career best player of all, helped the Boston Celtics win and tie their series with the Milwaukee Bucks at 2 all. Holford dropped 30 points in a 116-108 to 108 win. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator.
Get in touch with us, uh, Maina Kuwazana. Magadi Maina, how are you doing? He says, she says, hey guys, I love your show. Introduced happy to it, and I got the super wife tag. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it together now, eh? That, that, now it's good. a couple's activity. I love that. Uh, absolutely. And uh, weighs in with a bit of football as so well. So we're, we're a venue for date night then. Eh? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, and, you know, and, and do I'm life. I'm sure they like Wakey wake, wake Wednesday. Yeah, and do life together. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't what they say? Do life together. Yeah, yeah, do life together. So I, I love that. She also says that Liverpool should not focus on revenge, but they should just play their game. This is obviously against Real Madrid, and and I think that's it. If Liverpool just play their game, uh, I think they'll have a very good chance of going toe to toe with Real Madrid in the Champions League final. Uh, right. Uh, more messages coming in. And what was uh, difficult for the race official in the leading car to tell Isaac Mbou? that he is disqualified for not wearing a license what is the role of the official in the leading car well the official in the leading car is exactly that he's in the lead <laughs> car to show you the route yes right That's out it. at That's the front job. yeah yeah and also he's looking at the front yeah. of both, which yeah. was uh, compliant. Yeah, he's, he's not there to be advising you on, uh, listen, uh, whether you've got your tag, you don't have your tag, ETC. But it's a very emotional issue, this one, especially for the home supporter, Brastuza in Bulawayo, says, why was Mbofu not disqualified before the race? Why let him finish the race, then disqualify him? Maybe I'm missing something there. You know, I actually think uh, the point that you guys brought about having a manager to deal with administrative issues yes. is very big. The moment they realize this is the case, here he's busy preparing for the rest. Let somebody else sort things out for you while you are preparing for the race. This is the situation already could have been rectified, like right there. But could hear one, the athlete is trying to participate, at the same time he's trying to do administrative work as well. You know, we take a lot of these things for granted, like I said, not just in athletics, across all sports in Zimbabwe, we don't take administration yeah, very seriously. systems and uh, procedures, and the thing about it, Barry, is that uh, you, this is a race that will have hundreds of runners. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And it's not mm -hmm. like they line them up and they say, hey, we're going to inspect you. You, uh, exactly. as you go to the starting line. No, they don't mm, do that. Are going out to they, they give you the rules, yeah. they make announcements, and they hope that you are able to follow the rules. In fact, everyone receives a race pack, yes. uh, and you're supposed to know exactly what to do. So they don't micromanage you uh, like yeah. it's a primary school, an infant's race. You know, uh, they don't do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, listen, just on that doodula issue, the, the race packs are packed by humans, so human error could, could have been uh, at the center of that. They would have never known that the license number that they were packing in that pack was going to be from Pofu, who was likely to win the race. It's, 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 it's too convoluted. Can I also play devil's advocate here, Chris? Mm. How about if he messed up Isaac Pofu? How about if he genuinely messed up and didn't put the second tag on his back? Yeah. yeah. And it's it's entirely possible with... I don't think people because are... how do you prove that my pack didn't have it? Because uh, like 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 we, we said, unless he made an official, official. report... Yes. yes. Which is recognized within the system. Mm -hmm. How do you prove that, you know what, pack young we I see now, yet everyone else may have had their, their two tags? It's incredibly difficult to prove. And to be honest... If we're going to take a look at things objectively, yes, we're Zimbabweans, yes, we're upset that he's been stripped of the title and the money. If we're going to be completely objective, it could be the case that in all of the hullabaloo that's going on at four o'clock in the morning when you're trying to prepare for a race that could get you to the world championships, mm. it's entirely possible that in all of that, 
you did forget to put on the second, yeah, he, the second he, he number. Yeah, he may it's have overlooked possible. that. It may have dropped off, you know, if not secured properly. Any number mm, of things, yeah, yeah. We, we have seen that happen. Uh, Ty in Chatsworth says, hi guys, why didn't they disqualify him during the race? Gavape Isaac Beg Rake. I think Mari doing as a role. For me, it's the World Championships because I was yeah. in Doha, look, you're competing against the best and, and that that's where you want to uh, at least want to perform at the highest Stage. You yeah. ask a footballer, he wants to play in the UEFA Champions League. Uh, athletes, they want to be at the highest level. So I think that's what's really breaking his heart. A man, you in Parkland says rules are rules and they are there to be followed. What we can do as Zimbabweans is come together and do something for him. Has to poke something. Yeah, yeah, that's a better suggestion. Bingas are always giving people money to everyone yes. else except athletes. Mbinga yeah. please go and give Isaac Absolutely. some money. Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, only a couple of weeks ago, I think uh, His Excellency's office stepped in yes. uh, to reward, to I think, uh, our, mm. our, yeah, our boxer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the yeah, money she, she was money. given really was poultry for the yeah. effort she had put in, and I think she was given 15 grand. 15 grand uh, yeah. So I think this could be something if anyone is listening in for the president's office. You know, yes, this could be a nice Oh, yeah, I mean, where's where's Twabam? <laughs> Twabam needs to jump around now. Does, does he really have Twabam. money? <laughs> you see, he was gonna give now. You guys are gonna give him. I'm not sure about it. All right, uh, <laughs> just, just, just a couple more messages here, guys, <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll wrap it up and get into the footy. Uh, this one is uh, thanks to Zimba and uh, Goromonzi. Good evening, guys. Only the Lord knows what happened to Isaac Mpo. The Holland coup is elephantine for uh, Man City. They will ostensibly decapitate everyone in front of them. My goodness, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> However, if they failed <laughs> embargo or fortify their backline, they may be leading with their chin and a couple of pernicious gloves will be laid on their side. Ah, I love this. Oh, brilliant. You know what? We're going to have to ask the producer to uh, bring a, a dictionary or a thesaurus uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can understand exactly what he is saying. Let's get into the beautiful game. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. Fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Okay, now on to that story that we've been previewing since the top of the show where Al-Akhli coach uh, Pizzo Masimani has questioned the process that has seen the Confederation of African Football, CAF, award the 2021-2022 Champions League final to Morocco. Uh, CAF made the announcement without naming the specific venue and also confirmed the game will be held on Monday the 30th of May, an odd day of the week for a prestigious decider. So, uh, listen, we'll assign it to the leadership in Patrice Motsepe, uh, Alois, uh, but his administration hasn't covered themselves in glory at all, especially given that in the other semi-final, Al-Akhli yes, they're leading 4-0 over Setif, so they're likely to be in the final. The other semi-final consists of Huidad, Casablanca and Petra Atletico, and Huidad of Morocco is leading 3-1. 
Yeah, uh, my first question was why wasn't the venue announced even at the beginning of the tournament? Sure. Because yeah. that's what we see with UEFA. Yeah. They, you know this is going to Athens. Istanbul. You know this is going to Russia. Mm. You know this uh, this final is going to Italy. Why then wait for the semi-final to uh, make an announcement and say, and now like you are saying, they know that one of the finalists might just be from Morocco as well. So why didn't they just say maybe Cameroon? Cameroon yeah. just uh, heard uh, the the Afcon and they've got nice stadiums. Why don't why don't you take it back to Cameroon? Uh, or Senegal something has like just that. unveiled Senegal, a beautiful the stadium. Beautiful stadium, exactly. Yeah. So I I don't really understand the. Uh, the, the rationale behind yeah, I, I think there needs to be more Morocco. clarity into how yeah. they decide mm, yes yeah. I, I've got no problem with it being played in Morocco yes. uh, mm. Morocco has got some of the finest facilities in Africa uh, if not the best so there is no problem there my problem is simply that uh, the uh, uh, process is shrouded in secrecy yeah mm. uh, it's done at the 11th hour and then secondly why are we taking the final to Morocco after we had uh, Morocco host the final last year last year yeah exactly that that that, that is probably the, one of the big questions and there are many big questions around this, this, this uh, award. Uh, but uh, Chris, there's also talk in the corridors about uh, the executive committee being compromised in that Senegal had uh, uh, programmed to put in a bid for the final and then pulled out at the 11th hour with Morocco standing and saying, we are here. And South Africa had actually been announced to say they're likely to get the final. Then all of a sudden, Morocco emerges as winners after the vote. Could there have been envelopes that moved around we know football can be dark and dreary. <laughs> Envelopes, third hand, there's lots of theories that we can come up with because to be honest, the situation it does look a little bit dodgy and I, I think it's especially so because CAF themselves are not coming out to explain the process. They're not coming out to clarify things. They've just said, this is what it is. Uh, mm. Senegal pulled out. There it. was only Morocco. They were the only bit out, finish and clear. Mm. So everyone else is just supposed to deal and carry on. So yeah, we, we can come up with all sorts of theories. So Pizza Masimane, who uh, doesn't withhold his opinions at the best of times, this time I think is a spot on. But currently, the way the semi-finals stand, we got Casablanca lead Petro Atletico 3-1 following the first leg of their semi-final in Luanda. And it will be a major shock uh, were they not to complete the job. So Huidad look like they're all but there. al Akli are also odds-on favourites uh, to reach the final after they beat Algerian side uh, Setif 4-0 in the first leg of their semi-final. Percy Tau with a brace and also an assist in those four goals. So he's doing great, going great guns uh, for uh, Jingles. Pizzo Mosimani, his coach. Neymar, Mbappe, Kadewere, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. Marseille coach Jorge Sampaoli says his side are focused on finishing second in Liga and after they grabbed back second place with a 3-0 win at Lorient uh, that puts them firmly on track for Champions League football next season. Sampaoli's side were denied a place in the Europa Conference League final by Feyenoord last Thursday uh, but they are eyeing a direct ticket uh, to the Champions League group stage next season after opening up a three-point lead over Monaco. Uh, Mike, we were, we were talking yesterday about 
the resurgence and the return of AC Milan to the top table. Olympic Marseille are one of those teams that you really want to see at the top table because historically, this was one of the teams until the Bernard Tapie affair. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, huge club uh, in terms of just support, the largest uh, uh, support base in France. Uh, that uh, stadium, although there's the Stade Valadrome, uh, one yes. of the iconic venues uh, and most atmospheric uh, venues in the European football. And it'll be good to see them back in the UEFA Champions League. I don't think they've got a side that can challenge and go deep no, into yeah. the tournament, but they will be a tricky proposition uh, for any team that they're drawn uh, against, especially if you have to go to France. So they'll just uh, add a bit of flavour uh, to the tournament mm. and it'll be good to see them. I mean, this is the same team that the likes of Didier Deschamps uh, played for, uh, that the likes, of course, of um, Abedi Pelé. Abedi Pelé, Abedi Pelé, Pelé as well. Mm. Uh, he mm. became a household name uh, in global football at, uh, at mm. Olympic Marseille. Uh, and then uh, they were, of course, sitting right at the top of yeah. European football. And uh, apologies to those that don't know about the Bernard Tappy scandal. Just go onto YouTube and search for it. It'll make for very interesting viewing. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, good to see yeah. uh, Marseille with a chance to get back into the Champions League. And that'll be good for them. It certainly was good for AC Milan. Zimbabwe players to watch. And Marshall Minetti played the entire 90 minutes on Stade Reims. 2-1 loss to Lons. And Tinutenda Kadewere was an unused substitute in Lyon's 3-2 loss to Mets. All right, let's go to uh, Spain now, where after securing Champions League football this past weekend, uh, Barcelona are reportedly set to put nine players up for sale, including Frankie de Jong, as boss Xavi Hernandez looks to rebuild his, his squad after a disappointing season. Speaking ahead of Barca's La Liga clash at, with Celta Vigo tonight, uh, Xavi has been uh, very uh, clear that they need to bring in reinforcements to challenge Real Madrid for the title next season and compete uh, in the Champions League once again. Alois, Nine players is a lot, brother. No, I think it's a lot. You know, Barcelona, they were coming good. You know, I thought they were playing good football. I thought he just wanted to show up here and there and uh, maintain this squad. Frankie Dion looks, his, looks yeah, quite good. Dion was actually quite good. I don't know. Maybe they crossed each other's paths of the field. I heard something about uh, he, he reckons that Frankie de Jong carries the ball too much. Oh. Uh, yeah, he oh. carries the ball here. Uh, Frankie de Jong uh, likes to break the lines yes. by carrying. Yeah, by carrying. Uh, whereas Xavi's philosophy is that you got to pass uh, the ball. Uh, yeah. And I think he's taking Frankie a bit of too long, too long uh, to, to adjust, adjust to that. Yeah, okay. So yeah, he okay. wants to bring in a player who will yeah. be able to fit into his philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- that speaks to system. And Xavi yeah. Hernandez has a system. So you could be a good player, but... The system dictates who plays. Yeah, you have to fit in the system. I, I think that explains it. What, what Mike said. I think probably because you 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 look at Rafael Dion and say he is a damn good player, world class player. But yeah. then you is getting is getting really. Uh, yes, city so is sniffing. The, the, the system. Yeah, you <laughs> yep, he's gonna get. Be, so, you you so be checking. You imagine De Jong, uh, KDB playing behind Haaland. Put the ribbons on. Ribbons on. Keep them blue and white. Yeah, that's gonna be some crazy stuff. Totally crazy. Yeah. Tonight's matches in La Liga. Valencia versus Real Betis. Granada entertain uh, at the Athletic Club while Barcelona entertain uh, Celta Vigo. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Now back of De Bruyne. He made that look easy and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang. Can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on
on ZFM Sport. All right, in England, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp admits beating Aston Villa on uh, tonight's uh, match uh, would be perfect for Saturday's FA Cup final against uh, Chelsea. Uh, the Reds slipped up in the title race uh, with a one-all draw against Tottenham on Saturday, leaving three points behind Manchester City. And Klopp knows a win over Villa would be ideal as Liverpool look towards the FA Cup and Champions League uh, finals. He's, the temperature of the games that Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool are playing, uh, Chris, have been high for the past you call it maybe six weeks to two months mm. it's been draining for them but you got to say they've managed that emotional temperature very very well Villa have got a job tonight yeah and they need to continue to manage that emotional temperature well because I think when you take a look at that three point gap it's not it's it's one game it's one loss it's a couple of drop points so every single time they go onto that field they need to be at their absolute best they need to have cool heads consistently and not be overwhelmed by the situation which is exactly what Aston Villa would be able to take advantage of is only if Liverpool does not manage to contain their own temperature you, you know I, I think what has been lost to a lot of people Barry is that you go back to January Liverpool was mm. 14 points behind, behind yeah, for sure for sure you know and I, I don't think Klopp gets a lot of credit for the manner in which he has closed that gap and actually got Liverpool back with a shout of winning the title. It's three points now, but like Chris is saying, that's just one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one game could just swing it. Mm, Absolutely, and that's what Liverpool will be hoping to see happen. That one game uh, starts tonight, doesn't it, (laughs) Alois? Because they've got to dispatch. Uh, Drop points tonight. They can't sleep up. They, they can't, can't slip up. Liverpool can't slip up right now. That's There's one no margin one. of error yeah, that, anymore. They, they can't because they are hoping that Man City can slip up. Yeah. And when they are slipping up, they they can't. Mm. They can't. So this is very crucial for, for Liverpool. Like we say, the temperature, they need to just keep their cool. All they right. Can I, can I read a message just before you sign off, sure. Barry? And um, uh, this is uh, uh, Mawoka Mavi. And he says, Mpofu had a manager there who communicated and got clearance. Get your facts correct, guys. Mm. No, we were like, okay, we're so, asking. so we're if his manager yeah, got clearance, clearance, where is that piece where of paper? That piece of paper? Uh, well, why was he disqualified? I think you're the one who needs to get your facts correct because <laughs> you know what? That's the reason why there's an appeal process that's happening right now. And you know what? Part of our job here is to explore uh, possibilities, possibilities yeah. and different angles yes. and discuss them through. Yeah. Uh, so right now, no one really you has the facts. And, and I think uh, yeah. Benson Chauke of the uh, NAAZ was accompanying the athletes and perhaps he's talking about Benson Chauke uh, seeking that clarity. Benson Chauke himself, who doesn't necessarily have any do, paperwork. Do, do, do you know why to, I, I, I sort of like doubt claims. this? Because mm. uh, why well, I doubt it if it was this simple, you know, uh, then uh, it's something that would have been clarified at the race yeah. at the race yeah. and, 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 and the DQ would have been yeah. rescinded by now yeah. they would have given him his loot he would have got the gold medal and even said my manager so and so yes. communicated to his, he, this he, guy he wouldn't guy. even Simple. have been disqualified he would because, yeah. uh, it would have yeah. been done properly so I think now we are also beginning to make a lot of assumptions based yeah. on our emotion and of course undoubted patriotism <laughs> there's actually a coat of arms on his uh, WhatsApp profile <laughs> picture <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we'll let the news team come and stay with ZFM Stereo. Come on, Liverpool, albeit that the man they call Naka, Nakamba, could play for Aston Villa tonight. And may God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. And it's Messi!
It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.